Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Tierney Salicata back on the fan BT out sick today. So it's just me for you. Fun talking NFL with Costos, of course. And we've been talking a lot today about a lot of different things. Started the show talking about the Knicks. And now I think Randall is a superstar. Or I shouldn't say that. I think Randall is a star on a championship team where Brunson's the superstar for the team. Randall is a star as well. They just need to fill out the rest of that roster. But right now things looking good after the Anunoby trade. And we've been doing a lot of Rangers, excuse me, Rangers. I got Rangers on my mind because my nephew was in the house tonight, taking him for his 10th birthday. We're going to the Garden. He wants to see Bedard. Of course, he's a Ranger fan, but everybody wants to see Bedard. Then they got Oppen making his debut tonight, big night at the Garden. And the freaking tickets were ridiculous. But happy birthday to my nephew, Joey, who's turning 10. Big Ranger fan, so we're going to get him in the house tonight at the Garden. Go have some fun watching that game. But we're talking Jets, obviously, as well with Aaron Rodgers and all the nonsense that comes along with him. And for me, it's about the organizational structure with the Jets. It's not about what Rodgers says. It's about what he does on the field. And he hasn't done anything on the field. And that's the problem for this team. And even if he does come back healthy, they're relying on a 40-year-old quarterback to come back. I mean, come on. And they got the worst head coach in the league in Robert Sala. I mean, we just went over with Costos as well. And other people could chime in. Like, you could say you don't like Arthur Smith or you don't like Dennis Allen. Those guys are actually still better than Robert Sala. I mean, what has Robert Sala done? The answer is nothing. Even the defense has been overrated. So the Jets are going to double down with the general manager who's messed up left and right. A head coach who's the worst head coach in the NFL right now and a quarterback who's 40 years of age, played four snaps this year, coming off a season-ending injury. And even when he was healthy a year ago with the Packers, they fell short of the postseason. Look at what Jordan Love has done. See, the Packers did it the right way. They've built a foundation. Now, their foundation goes back, you know, what, 30 years or whatever when you talk about Brett Favre into Aaron Rodgers, now into Jordan Love. And who knows how good Love is going to be, but look at the way they developed him. And look at what they're doing on the verge of making the postseason without the almighty Aaron Rodgers. So the Jets, because of their ineptitude, had to go all in to get Aaron Rodgers. And then this was the result. And now... All the attention, like the only reason why we're even talking about Aaron Rodgers this year 
is because of anything he says on McAfee. It's all off the field stuff. We care more, and I don't, but like the news cycle cares more about Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel than they do about the Jets and what Rodgers is doing. And to me, that's just, it's wrong. I get why it's a national news thing, but the reality is here, sports-wise, we care about what goes on with this team. And as long as Aaron Rodgers is here, and it's not just because of who he is as a quarterback, has nothing to do with what he brings, you know, off the, I don't even care what he says. But as long as he's here, he's calling the shots. And that's the problem because he is the reason Douglas and Sala and Nathaniel Hackett are coming back. Therefore, they aren't going to be any good next year. So we've discussed that as well. And the Mets making a move today. Yankees have made the biggest move of the offseason between the two teams, trading for Juan Soto. But outside of that, they've done really, I mean, I know they traded for Verdugo as well. Yankees, but they haven't spent any money here. The Mets and King Cohen continue to spend. Maybe not on the highest of ends. Maybe not uh, the sexy picks. But they go out there and build a team. And another former Yankee at that, bringing in Harrison Bader to play center field, which led us into some baseball conversation as well. All of it is on the table here this final hour of the show. 877-337-6666. Frank is on Staten Island. What's up, Frank? Hey, Sal. How are you today? How are you, Frank? Doing good, man. Happy New Year. Happy birthday to your nephew. No better place to go into the garden and watching a Ranger game. Oh, no. Nothing's better than watching a Ranger game. Think about this. If I may toot my horn for a second here, Frank. A 10-year-old, 10-year-old Ranger fan, birthday present, garden, Connor Bedard debut. I mean, come on. Does it get any better than that? Not really. Only if the Rangers win tonight. That's really the, oh, that, they that's better. The icing on the I don't game. know who's in goal tonight. Do we know if Quick is starting or is it going to be uh, probably because Shesterkin got lit up last time? I don't know, but you're right. We need a good win. And by the way, with the price of the tickets, they better deliver. I can only imagine. About the Mets, big Mets fan. I I know you're a big Mets fan. Listen, I've grown to love Brandon Nimmo. Guy, he's, he's just a great guy. He's a good ball player. Now that we got Bader, do you finally think the Mets, you know, maybe they'll they'll put Bader in center field? He's a better defender. He's got a better arm. And they moved Nimmo to a corner outfield spot. I don't know which one, but, you know, depending on, I guess, if Monte comes back and Mauricio, you know, blowing out his knee, having him play second base and put McNeil in the app. I know it throws a wrench in the Met thing, but what do you think about Beta playing center field no, I, I think, and Nimmo moving over to a corner outfield spot? I think that's happening, Frank, and thank you for the call, and that's what I've been saying. It's going to be Bader in center field, Nimmo in left, Marte in right. I mean, that's it. Uh, wait, I, I can't imagine they're going to have any other configuration. You don't bring in Harrison Bader to be a backup or put him in a corner. He's going to be the center fielder. Mets needed to improve center field defense. They've talked about the defense and the importance of it. That's one of Stearns' things from Milwaukee, one of the things he believes in, so they need to shore up center field. Look, I've been telling everybody for years, Nimmo's not a center fielder. I mean, you watch him play. We've watched baseball our whole lives. You tell me if you think Brandon Nimmo's a center fielder. He's not. Now, he's improved defensively. He's been serviceable. He goes back on balls nicely in center field. He's turned into a... I don't want to say plus defender, but certainly better than I ever thought he would be. I didn't think he could play the position, period. But he's not a real center fielder. Now the Mets actually have a real center fielder. Look at that. They got a real center fielder. And you can move Nimmo to the corner spot. So they needed a left fielder. Now they got that because two players, one move. Bader plays center, move Nimmo to left. Now you've upgraded in center field defensively. You bring in a professional bat, a guy who's been proven in the postseason as well. And you get Brandon Nimmo now in left field. And, you know, Nimmo in left field should be good. 
It ain't getting necessarily the, the big power numbers, but going to give you 20 home runs a year at least. Give you the high OPS leader. You know, maybe steal some bases as well. I like that move by the Mets. I I didn't even think Bader was going to be. I wanted Kiermaier, and then after that happened, I was like, yeah, all right, well, then I'm going to get Kiermaier. You know, maybe they stick with Nimmo in center and get an actual left fielder. We were just talking about it yesterday with BT going over the lineup, saying the Mets need left field, DH, third base, two of the three. Well, they just got one of them by getting a center fielder and now moving their center fielder to left field. Check. Now it's third base, DH. And third base might be okay with Wendell and with Beatty, but they need to go get a DH, which I fully believe that they will. And then after they do that, they 1,000% need to add a starter or two. Gavin is calling from Woodbridge. What's up, Gavin? Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, big Mets fan here. I just want to talk about the Mets bullpen. This whole past year, it, it was just, you know, Achilles heel for us. I love Josh Hader. I think he's one of the top three shutdown guys in the league. I know we have Edwin Diaz hopefully coming back. But with our injuries, you know, I, I really think the Mets should target Hader. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't, I'll hang up and listen. I don't Thanks, love guys. it, Gavin. Thank you. No, appreciate the call. I don't love the idea of Hater. He's another one who's been dominant. I get it. He's going to cost you. I like the moves that the Mets made with their bullpen so far better than going to get Hater, even though they're not the dominant player that Hater is, certainly. But they're under-the-radar type moves. Bullpens are so fickle year to year. You go get three or four guys. You hope one or two of them pan out. And with Hater. You're putting a lot of investment and a lot of money into one player, in this case one pitcher, who's got a lot of wear and tear on that arm. I'm not saying he can't be dominant for a year or two, but I'd have reservations about Hader being as dominant as he has been in his career to this point. That would not be the move that I'd look to make. I think the Mets need starters. Even if you build a super pen, and let's say Hader is what he's been throughout the course of his career— you still got to get to the back end of the bullpen. They have arguably the best closer in baseball with Edwin Diaz. You you don't need another one in Hater. You do need starting pitching. Lenny is calling from Smithtown. What's up, Lenny? Hey, good afternoon, Sal. How are you? How are you, Lenny? Just want to check in. I'm very excited about the Jets for uh, 2024. Got a great draft coming up, and I hope I'm one of the Jet fans. I'm 63 years old. I actually hope they lose this week. Hopefully, they'll move up. Now, the you, draft. now how are you hoping that they're going to lose to the Patriots? Why not? Well, be, you, I, you're a Jet fan. You want to lose to the Sal, Patriots? It's over. Uh, no, I know yeah. it's over, but still, the Patriots. That's what you, you want to lose again to them for the 20th time in a row. You want Belichick to go out potentially by beating you again? After the fourth snap. Of the first game, yeah. it was over. And we knew it was over. Well, I knew that. And unfortunately, it was a sad, you know. Uh, but we all said, hey, we won the game, but we lost the war. But, but Lenny, let me just but, ask you, though. You're you're a Jeff fan, right? I am. Are you going to watch the game? Of course I am. Okay. And you're telling me that you're going to be rooting for Bill Belichick and the Patriots to beat you again? Absolutely not. But I am hoping deep down inside that they play well and they lose. It doesn't uh, bother me a bit. I don't care about Bill Belichick. I could care he's less. He's owned you. What do you mean you could care less? He's owned you. He's embarrassed you. How do you could care less? What do you mean? It do- it doesn't bother me because I'm a Jet fan. I care about the Jets. I don't care about other people. All That's right. not the way this works. Just like the Mets. Do you really care about the Yankees? Yes, I do. 
You do? All yes. right, I'm a Mets fan. I no. don't. I don't care. No, what I know what do. you I, mean. I uh, want to see my team advance. Tr- yeah, truth be yeah, but but Lenny, uh, and I understand what you're saying. And truth be told, you're right. However, this does have to do with your team. You're playing them head to head. The equivalent <laughs> will be asking me if I care if the Mets lose to the Yankees head to head, even if the Mets were out of it. Yeah, and the answer is yes. So I don't understand how you and thank you for the call or any other Jeff fan for that matter, Lenny, can hope that now now. Look, truth be told, whether you want to see the Jets win or whether you hope they lose, it doesn't matter because they're not beating the Patriots. They they never do. It's the safest bet in all of sports. Belichick versus the Jets. It's guaranteed to cash. I mean, it cashes every single time. So regardless of your rooting interest, the results are probably going to be a Jets L. However, if you're a Jets fan, the pain, like this is what being a sports fan is about. Stop letting data and analytics and draft status and picks and all. Stop letting all the season being over and tanking. Stop letting all that impact what's at the core here. We are sports fans at the core. Your team that you root for is playing a team that has caused you pain, that you hate more than any other team. How could you ever? It's not in your. It's 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 just not in your being. You could maybe think you want to see them lose. You don't. Win the game, beat Belichick, potentially send him off with an L. Now, what's that going to accomplish? Not much, but it make you feel good at least for a change. And maybe you could say, hey, who was the, the last team to beat Bill Belichick in his last game as a head coach of the Patriots, if that's the case? The Jets. They haven't beaten him in years, and you want him to lose again? God. How much more do you want to be embarrassed? Mike is calling from Passaic. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, I appreciate you taking the call. <clears throat> um, so, you know, I I, I understand the whole uh, losing to Belichick and, and the, the, the Patriots dominating the, the Jets for years and years. And, you know, I, I totally get it. And, you know, you never want your team to lose. But, I mean, if if the Jets win, the Patriots get a better draft pick, and then all of a sudden – they have potential to get one of these quarterbacks that can dominate the Jets for years to come. So wouldn't it make more sense to lose the game and just like how the Patriots jumped the Jets in the draft, jump the Patriots in the draft and, and try to screw them for years to come? No, no. I, I mean, you're, you're trying to bring, and thank you for the call, Mike, you're trying to bring logic to it. Like I said, all those things you don't have as a fan. The, the quarterback that caused you the most harm and pain over the years, was he a top pick? Give you a second to think about it. The answer is no, he was not. Tom Brady. So just because they may be picking higher than you, and by the way, they're going to get a quarterback anyway. Whether the Jets win this game or not, the Patriots are going to take a quarterback. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with Belichick, but the reports all year is that he's going to be done, and there's some reports and saying that he's going to be back. Who the hell knows? But you're, you're, here's what we do know. The Jets are playing the Bill Belichick-led Patriots. You don't. You tell me as a fan, you don't want them to win the game. Worry about the draft when the draft happens. Worry about you. You don't even have to worry about what the Patriots do anymore. They stink. The Patriots stink. Actually, worse than you do. Now the difference is, even at their worst, Belichick is still better than the talent that the Jets have and the head coaches that they trot out there. 
But they stink. You shouldn't be worried about, oh, oh, the Patriots are going to get a quarterback. Yeah, that's because you, as the Jets, they, their organization sucks. The Jets' organization sucks so bad that you have to worry about, oh, it would be typical Jets win this game and Patriots get a higher pick and then they torment us for years. Instead of saying, well, win this game, show some sack for once, win this game, beat the Patriots, which you haven't done in years, and then fire everybody and hire people that know what they're doing that could beat the Patriots on a more regular basis. But as a sports fan, I don't understand how you could hey, – you're, you're a Jets fan. How could you ever want to lose to this team, especially in this spot? First of all, it should be never. But especially in this spot where it's the guy's potentially last game. You have a you have – come on, Bill's on the ropes. Bill and the Patriots are on the ropes. They're awful. They're one of the worst teams in the league. You have a chance to send them off, send him off into the sunset potentially with a loss. I don't care if he gets fired or not or how they come to grips. If Belichick beats the Jets again, he's going to sleep very well. He's going to sleep well anyway. I mean, let's face it. But he loves beating the Jets. Don't you want to make him at least feel some sense of pain? Let him go out on a note where, dude, now it's official that your time is done with with the Patriots. You just lost to the Jets. You should retire. Michael's in Plainview. What's up, Michael? Hey, uh, first of all, Sal, big fan of yours. I don't know what, I don't know who's drinking the Kool-Aid, but if you don't, if you're a Jets fan and you don't want to see Belichick go out with his tail between his legs, you're not a football fan. You're not a Jets fan. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. There's very little difference between the 8th and the 10th pick, okay? So I don't really care. They, they, I really don't care about the draft pick because we're going to get the 10th or the ninth best talent, and that's what we're going to get, okay? Hopefully we'll get an offensive tackle. Hopefully they go for the best athlete. As far as I'm concerned, the only way we're going to lose this game is, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, is because Salah is not going to make the right moves where, okay, I've said this to you before, Salah is a coach where he may lose three games being the coach, where Belichick is a guy who might win three games so he was uh, just being the coach. Okay? So as far as I'm concerned, I want him to go out as a loser, and I want to have 2023-2024 to go out with, you know, a little bit of a win. All right, they'll be seven, they'll be seven and nine, right? No, no, seven and ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's respectable. You know, obviously they got to get rid of they got to get rid of Beckton. They got to get rid of that whole left side. Oh, they got a whole. That's a whole nother story. But I mean, my God, wouldn't you just want to beat? And thank you for the call, Michael. Wouldn't you just want to beat them for once? You could end on a positive note. It's been a down season. It's been a disastrous season for the Jets. And at least make you feel good and smile going in the off season. Worry about the pick when the pick comes in April. Worry about the draft then. You go beat the Patriots. Enjoy yourself for once. Beat them and potentially send Bill out with a loss. God, I don't see it any other way. BT and Sal on the fan. BT out sick. Hopefully back with us tomorrow. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. I have call of the day coming up as well. 877-337-66. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 66. Call us 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. What do we got? Hoff, what do we got? A little breaking news? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Your boy, Andy Martino. Uh-oh. Is this good or bad? Mets made a signing. It's not, it's not going to be good. I think it's great. The best center fielder, defensive center fielder to play in New York is back. Harrison Bader to the Mets. Really? One-year deal, I think about 10 mil. Wow. I think it's brilliant. I'm he- actually intrigued by this. See, now what they could do is have Bader in center. And move Nimmo's ass to left. I don't care if he doesn't like it or not. Hey, you know what? You got your money. You're moving to left field. I was in a bad mood with the Jets. I'm in a good mood now. The Mets just upgraded. We talked yesterday about how they needed. Hey, BT, they still done nothing. The Mets keep spending money, and the Yankees haven't spent a dollar, a penny. And the Mets just got Harrison Bader. Gamer. Bader to the Mets. King Cohen has delivered. Maybe not the sexiest of moves, but a smart move, solidifying the defense in center field, moving Nimmo two positions with one move. All hail King Cohen. It's a good thing BT was out sick today. There was no way I was getting away with King Cohen music for Harrison Bader. (laughs) Ooh, baby, but I love every minute of it. Hey, at least the Mets are spending here. Yankees haven't spent a penny. One of, what, four teams, only American League team? Maybe at some point they're actually going to pony up and buy somebody. And not only did they not get uh, you know throw out the money yet, and look, they made a great trade with Soto. We, we talked about that, and we understand. And obviously we're partially joking here, but the Yankees haven't spent a penny in free agency, and they also came up three uh, came up $25 million short with their $300 million offer for Yamamoto. I don't want to hear about the AAV. I want to hear about the total value of the deal. Now, Hoff, you have some news for us that you're trying to explain to me during the break. Explain this. Uh, to me, and let's see how it impacts the New York sports fan. I think it's going to turn into a big deal. It's going to be yes, and MSG are trying to work together to. You sound a little sick, by the way. Are you under the weather? It's a little cold. What the hell's going on around here? It's 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 January. I didn't notice it was January. I got people coughing on the train, hacking up along. BT sick. You're sick now. I mean, come on, I gotta stay healthier. I got I got a family to feed. That's I got two why jobs. I'm in this room and yeah. you're in that room. Okay, so we separate. I know, that but way. we've you know 
we've we've broken bread. Yeah. We've had hugs. Anyway, all right, what's this okay. news? <laughs> yes, and MSG are planning on a. Uh, all in one streaming service. Well, that's what they, it seems like it's going to end up being. But yes, they've and M- yes, and MSG. Yes, they are doing a fifty-fifty venture, which is going to be called Gotham Advanced Media and Entertainment. That's okay. what they, that's what they're working on. And basically, what I think it's going to lead to mm-hmm. hasn't done it yet. Game, so that the acronym would be game. See, I learned acronym yesterday from BT, and I'm applying it today. Well, how about how about that? Yeah. Uh, what the plan is, though, is that eventually you're going to have all the games on one streaming service. It sounds like that they're going to plan on doing so that they'll be more of a national appeal, so they can have one big streaming service. Okay, so explain to me. I don't know if you could do this or not, and maybe eventually we'll find out the details. What does it mean for the Yes Network and MSG Network? Are they staying in place? Is this just a joint venture as far as streaming goes? They still haven't figured out right now. There's still two separate things. It may turn into one specific name or one specific brand, and then everyone's just all under that umbrella. In the um, digital space. So I'm reading in, this last yeah. quote here. So there's a great alignment between Yes and MSG in the digital space. That according to Yes CEO John Littner. Um, I guess there was a joint interview about this. Is this the first? Like, I haven't heard anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. But this is, honestly, for someone who buys every single streaming network in the world, I mean, this is actually one that I would want to buy. I'd, I'd have to have this because you have five major local teams on there. Well, I mean, the way that I look at it, and I'm just going, I'm um, skimming through the uh, article here, and, and you know, going over some of the price or whatever. The way that I look at it is, whatever sports service is out there, like, I, I need, I need to have. I can't go without MSG because I want to watch the Knicks and Rangers. I can't go without the Yes because I need to watch the Yankees. Obviously, I can't go without SNY because I need to watch Baseball Night in New York, hosted by yours truly, and of course the Mets. Like, there are things that you need. Uh, you you want to watch sports games? You need these these services, right? But you can't cut with your cable company because you can't get one all-inclusive. This is getting in a, the right step. Like, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, like, me as the consumer, if I can get SNY and then this package... Oh, yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Screw the housewife show and whatever my wife wants to watch. The like, 500 other channels that nobody ever watches. Oh, I like this. Wow. So this could be actually a great thing for the sports fan. Oh, my God. Tack on a little Disney for the daughter, maybe. Netflix for the wife. So give me Netflix bundle, Disney. Give me this Yes MSG. I obviously need SMY to be a part of that as well. Um, what else and, was and I the, saying? And the football. You're going to need some sort of football oh, package. shoot. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon's just not going to cut it. No. Well, how would I watch football then? So this is not good because you still need. It's close enough. It's getting closer. No, no, though. no. It's just, it's just potentially more. I mean, no. I like it. Don't get me wrong. For the New York, for the tri-state area, for the tri-state fan, this is getting close to perfect. We're getting there. Oh, but how? I guess we got to see the prices exactly and see how it impacts us. But how is it any different than us having to pay for Yes or MSG or SNY individually? And in this case, let's just focus well, on Yes if and MSG. I, if, if I'm cutting out my cable package, yeah. if I'm spending like, you know, hundreds of dollars right. a month, which I am. Cutting, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's like Dude, 300 I mean, bucks a month. I mean, what the uh, hell am I They're doing? not going to charge. I mean, they shouldn't charge you $60 a month for this. But if they charge you 10 to 15 a month. For this, I think that would be great. You know, I did one of these things last week that you, you see the, like, it gets to a certain point. You, you you get whatever service you get in the beginning, and you get all these great deals. And then, like, two years later, it's like, what the hell? My bill just jumped, like, 80 bucks. What's going on here? And then you call, and then they bring you through the whole, oh, yeah, well, I'm like, 
I need to cut this thing down because this just isn't working at this particular price. Oh, well, guess what? There's a new service for you that we could do and this and that. And they basically shaved off. I'm not going to go into the specifics of what it is or how much, but they basically shaved off like 60 bucks and didn't take anything away. I'm like, all right, well, how much more can you do if you if you start taking stuff away? Oh, well, the, Get no, me down. That's the problem, though, is if you take things away, it doesn't count. Right. And it changes the whole thing. And you're actually paying more. Like I've had a, so weird. I've had a landline in my house for five years since we've been there. Like, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you anything about it. Don't know the number, to, but you have to have it. Well, no, because if you get rid of it, then the package goes. It's, now yeah, you're I know, paying for two things rather than three, and the number goes I up. I want to trim weird. the fat. Like, I'm trying to trim the fat in life. I'm going over this. I don't care. It sounds great. Like, oh, yeah, five bucks a month for this. Or eight bucks. The you're on the air there, Pete. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Screening calls on the air. Is that a first? Uh, you you want to trim. Oh, my wife wants the automatic start for the car thing. Oh, it's just eight bucks a month. I'm like, eight bucks a month? Put the coat on and go outside and do it. What do you mean eight bucks a month to have an automatic start? You don't even need it in the summer. You get two months a year. But put the coat. The coat that you want for Christmas for 800 bucks, put that on and then go out there. There's your eight bucks a month. I mean, what are we doing here? But between that, between whatever your services are, Disney, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, Peacock. Like You have to have Peacock, otherwise you're not watching uh, the football games, the playoff game exclusive. You have to have Amazon because you got football games going on. Like it, it just, it just doesn't end. It doesn't end. That on top of a cable bill, like the cord cutting doesn't exist. So I like the idea of bundling everything into one place. However, this gets almost there. It's not all the way there. Eventually, and the game is changing. This is going to be direct to consumer streaming. You pay this if you want this. You know, you want the Knicks and Rangers and Yankees and Mets or whatever. This is what you got to pay to get that. And then maybe I don't have to pay to get, you know, the housewife shows. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Even though I do like him. Like Married at First Sight. Ooh, I love that show. There's such drama. What are these people thinking? Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. BT out sick today. He'll be back with us tomorrow as we close out the week here with the final 
Football Friday. I mean, I don't even call it a football Friday around here with these two teams being as dreadful as they've been. But week 18 in the NFL. And now it's starting to get exciting because we've been talking about these dreadful teams all year long between the Jets and the Giants and the nonsense off the field with Rodgers. But now we could focus our attention, you know, look, being football fans, to the games that matter. The games that matter this week, week 18. And then, of course, wild card weekend, divisional round, which for me, those are the two best weekends in all of sports. Like, I know people get nuts about March Madness, and I love the NHL's postseason or the World Series or the NBA's playoffs. Like, all those things are great. Nothing, you know, baseball opening day, all that stuff. Nothing compares to wild card weekend, especially now with the added game. Wild card weekend, divisional round, the two best weekends in sports, period. And then you follow it up with, you know, it starts to get a little more depressing as you go on. Wild card, great. Divisional round, great. After divisional round ends, it's like, uh uh-oh, there are just three games left. Now, the championship games are great, of course, championship Sunday, but... Then that's it. You get one game, the Super Bowl. And obviously the Super Bowl is great too, but, you know, it's depressing. It's like this build-up, the great season, NFL Sundays, then the games come in on Saturdays. And, you know, for, for these months, you got games on Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Then the playoffs, the, the great build-up to the postseason and just the two pedal to the metal games that mean everything. Weeks, uh, you know, the weekends are filled with, with playoff football games, standalone meaningful games. And then it starts to come to an end as it winds down with Championship Sunday and then, of course, the Super Bowl. And then it's like, oh, I think I need a vacation. I got to go to Disney or something in February. Steve is calling from Massapequa. What's up, Steve? Hey, Scott. How are you? How are you, Steve? I'm doing good. I got a question for you as a Giants fan. Like, I'm really rooting hard for the Patriots this weekend because I'm not 100% sure, but I think the Giants would then jump them in the draft if the Patriots beat the Jets. I think there was a way, yeah, I think I read BT and I were going over it on Tuesday. I think there was a way that the Giants could get to number three, I think. Yeah, I think if the Cardinals beat the Seahawks with Kyler Murray playing better, Mm -hmm. the Giants would move into Marvin Harrison Jr. or one of the two stud quarterbacks. And they cannot. They cannot um, take a. Re- they need a quarterback. Like you, I don't care where you cannot take a receiver that high. Not the Giants. I, okay, that's fine. But that also really, I mean, the best thing that could happen to the Patriots this week is the Jets winning because they desperately need a quarterback. And if they win, the Patriots, they're out on the top quarterback. So I think it's no. no that's fans, not. That's not true because you don't even know who the top quarterbacks are. Mayan Williams. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm saying, first of all, these things change. Yeah, it may be the case now. You had the kid the other night from Washington. Now, all of a sudden, he's coming up on, uh, and thank you for the call, Steve. He's coming up on people's radar. They want him. Like, there's no definitive, oh, yeah, you have to get, I know Caleb Williams, everybody loves him. That's fine, but you can make a case for May. Whatever. You're going to go over this. The names will be thrown out there ahead of the draft. What it is now is not going to be what it is then, and certain teams are going to like certain guys more than the, the next. It doesn't mean if the Patriots win this game, they're not going to get a quarterback and also teams can trade up like it has happened before the Bears are going to you know who knows what the Bears are going to do are they going to trade that number one pick are they going to keep Justin Fields are they going to take Caleb Williams there's a lot that could happen here so you don't know there's no guarantee which is why I can't understand why you would want to lose especially a game like this if you're a Jeff fan going up against the Patriots and even the Giants to a certain extent wouldn't it be nice to beat the Eagles I mean, I know it's a little different for the Giants in that, first of all, I would not root for, if I'm a Giant fan, I am not rooting for them to lose. But it's a little different in that you clearly, the Giants, need a quarterback. And the the higher the pick you have, 
the better off you are. It doesn't mean you're going to get the franchise-changing quarterback that you want. It doesn't mean you get the right guy that you want, but you'd obviously rather have a higher pick. And they, look, the Giants are going to try to win the game. While it would be nice beating Philadelphia, it's not like the Giants need that the way that I feel the Jets need to beat Belichick and the Patriots. A little different. Now, again, I'm not rooting for the Eagles. If I'm a Giant fan, I'm not rooting for the Eagles to beat the Giants. There's just no circumstance where that would ever be the case. At the end of it, if you lose, which is likely to happen anyway, if you lose, you say, okay, well, here we are, got the better draft pick, so be it. I mean, if that's your theory, then why wouldn't the Giants be losing all year long? Because you didn't have a quarterback anyway. Daniel Jones not the guy, right? I mean, it's been five years. Daniel Jones back and forth, up, down. Is he the guy? Is he not the guy? So why not just root for the Giants from the beginning of the year to lose every single game so you could get the top pick and you could get Caleb Williams and get your guy and maybe change, change the franchise? Like, that should be the – why change logic now? Why change the last five weeks just because the season didn't go the way you thought? Well, if you need a quarterback that badly – then just tank from the beginning. You don't do that because you're a fan and you have hopes that your team can make the postseason. So even though there is no hope of making the postseason, there's still a nasty rival. You you want the Eagles to beat you and embarrass you again? And if you're the Jets, you want the Patriots to really embarrass you again and have Belichick go out a a winner on on top of all that he's done to you? David is calling from North Carolina. David? Hey, how are you? Great, David. How are you? I'm doing all right. You just made every point I was going to make. I'm a giant fan. And what's, you know, if we lose, so be it. I don't want to lose to the Eagles ever. Right. Nor the Cowboys. Exactly right. Why? Right. You worry about the draft when the draft comes around. Why would you care about the draft pick at this particular point? You want to beat the Eagles. It'd be maybe a different Absolutely. story. Maybe a different story if it's the Rams. And by the way, I, like even that, I just don't believe in tanking. Now, ultimately, winning some meaningless games like the Giants could have already done the damage because their season was going nowhere for weeks, but yet they started to win a few games with Tommy DeVito. People got excited about that, and now it's going to cost them a higher pick. Like, the damage has potentially been done. But I I, I just can't watch a game rooting for my team to lose against the hated rival. Agreed. What do we got? And thank you for the call, David. More breaking news, huh? Oh, yeah. There's a signing. Who? The New York Yankees have officially signed their first free agent Who? this offseason. And you're smiling, so it's not going to be a good oh, one. Oh, it's great. It is perfect. Right-hander Cody Poteet. Who's that? Exactly. Now, the Yankees, well, we can't say it anymore that they haven't spent any money. Where is he from? Seriously, I've never heard of him. Uh, he was in the Miami organization. He had Tommy John in August 2022. So he um, oh. hasn't really pitched in a while. Oh, look at the Yankees. Big spenders. The Yankees are back. The evil empire. Right? Hey, look. What's fair is fair. If BT were here and this were Mets signing, what do you think he'd be saying? Who the hell's this guy? Right? Scrub this. Scrub that. The Yankees finally opening up the checkbook. Or whatever. The PayPal account. The Venmo. Let's forward that uh, that phrase. Yankees finally deciding to spend some pennies. Or dollars. What do they cost them? One year what? Uh, they don't have uh, a price tag. Yeah. On a co- Does it co- even crack a million? Uh, it's probably not. Right. Co- Cody Poteet. Cody Poteet. <laughs> there you have it, Yankee fans. At least his last name is not Scrub. Yeah, right, well, that's, <laughs> you have that to hang your hat on, though, for sure. Cody Poteet. Yankees have made a free agent signing. Uh, I can't even believe you used the siren for that, but there we go. It was worth it. <laughs> Matt is calling from Glenwood. What's up, Matt? 
Hey, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Matt? Good. I have no clue who that guy is, by the way. <laughs> I <don't>. Hilarious. <laughs> I, I'd be surprised if Cashman right. knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, all is fair. <laughs> you know? um, but, you know, before you were talking about Trevor Bauer, and it made me think, um, and I don't condone domestic abuse or anything at all, but the Yankees, I think I want Trevor Bauer, but I don't think they wouldn't sign him for the domestic abuse allegations or anything. They had Domingo Herman that they put through the program, and he came back and pitched for the Yankees. I think it would be a good move for Trevor to sign with the Yankees. There's so many big names on the Yankees. And think about it this way. World Series, Trevor Bauer versus his old team, the Dodgers. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, look, I think both teams, Matt, and thank you for the call. I First of all, I, now I don't know Trevor Bauer, but I would assume he would be very open to any team willing to take a chance on him or willing to sign him, give him an opportunity, maybe is the best way to put it, maybe not take a chance, give him another opportunity, especially one in the New York market. Like, he's been a guy that has been able to get attention wherever he's been and maybe somebody who feels like he can thrive in New York. He tried with the big market in L.A. Obviously, things went awry, not because of his performance or because of the market, but because of the stuff that happened off the field that he was accused of and since exonerated of. So, He's not going to shy away from a big market. And the Mets and Yankees need pitching. The Mets need high-end pitching, which Bauer could be. Yankees need maybe a number two, which Bauer also could be. So, And you're talking about, I would think, low risk. I mean, what do you think it's going to take to get Trevor Bauer at this point? A guy was paid. What did he get half with the Dodgers? It was $40 million a year at that point? Something like that. It was three years, 110 something million. I, I feel like I remember it being $40 million a year. And he did he pitch for them even for a full year? I don't even remember that. Check, no, he was out for about two. Check out his, yeah, exactly. Check out his, um, well, I take this final call here, or ne- or next call. Check out his baseball reference, because I forget now. It's been a while since he's obviously been active, and I forget when that deal, I mean, remember the Mets were in the mix to get him, and I think they had a high offer for him, and then Bauer went on social media or whatever and did the thing with the Dodger hat. Um, you know, he was ahead he of his time. He played half a year with the, with the Dodgers. And that's it, right. And it wasn't even a full season. 107 innings. And that's beef. Well, okay, 170s, and that was when the the you know what hit the fan. Yeah. Okay. And and this was what year? That was 21. Right. So before the 2021 off season, or no, during before the 2021 season is when the Mets were in on Bauer. Yes. And it was I think it was was it just the Mets and Dodgers? Yeah, he was making the decision right. between those two teams, and then he had that nice video. Yeah, with the hat, exactly. And that's why I hated Bauer for that, because I was hurt as a Mets fan. Now, it turned out to be a good thing for them, because they would have been through all this nonsense, and they wouldn't have had him on the field. Now, there's an opportunity for the Mets to sign Bauer at, I would think, a, a fraction of the cost. Mets or Yankees both should do their due diligence and look into potentially bringing in Trevor Bauer. Again, I don't know the specifics of it. Uh, but I, I do believe in second chances, and if he is exonerated here and can help you on the field, you bring up, the caller brought up the Domingo Herman example. How about Aroldis Chapman? I mean, the Yankees were able to get Aroldis Chapman on the cheap from Cincinnati years ago in his prime because of the off-the-field issues and the domestic violence stuff that was out there with, with Aroldis Chapman. Jim is calling from Wayne, New Jersey. What's up, Jim? Hey, Sal. How would you uh, think Trevor and Cole would work out being uh, college teammates? They hate each other. Yeah, somebody else said the they same thing. To, yeah, somebody yeah. else said the same thing, Jim, and thank you for the call. I have to ask, uh, or or somebody's going to have to ask Bauer about that, um, his relationship with Cole. Remember, we heard the same thing about Verlander and Scherzer. I mean, they were in college. They're mature adults now, or at least 
more mature than they were in college. Things change. I wouldn't think that that'd be a big issue. Huh? Yeah, and let's put it this way. The Yankees have put that stuff to, of stuff aside because Josh Donaldson had issues oh, with yeah, Garrett with Cole, right. yeah. and he came to the Yankees. Yep. Um, so I'm, I feel like that wouldn't be an issue. Now, now I'm sure the Yankees would talk to Garrett Cole before they thought about it and said, hey, what do you think? And maybe Cole says, well, if you could help the team and you think you could help the team, I'm open to it. I, I don't know. I'm just giving a hypothetical, but I don't think the Yankees go out there and make that type of move without at least talking with Garrett Cole. Nick is in Nanuet. What's up, Nick? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, great show, man. I listen to you guys all the time. Um, I'm a huge Jets fan, and I got a, I got a subject about uh, the New England game. So I think we desperately need to lose that game. And I think we need to desperately lose that game because if we do not, we're going to play ourselves out of one of these top tackles that are coming out of um, the draft. The kid from Notre Dame, the kid from Penn State. Yeah, I mean, look, but you're, you're a Jet fan. Are you rooting for your team to lose? So I'm a big-time Jet fan, but um, the way I'm looking at it is, all right, so we all hate Bill Belichick, but the thing is, if we win that game, it's not going to matter. That, that's how I look at it. It's not going to matter. Yeah, but it, but it will matter. It, it will right. matter. You could send a – now, I know what you're saying, Nick. It's not going to matter as far as it's going to hurt you in the draft position. It doesn't mean you can't figure it out, and thank you for the call. It should matter. Like, if we start getting to a point as sports fans where games like this don't matter – and when I say games like this, I mean nasty division rivals. I can't even call them a rival because it's been one-sided. They've owned you. They've dominated you. Come on. You're worried about the draft pick? That's a loser mentality. Oh, I hope to get a better draft pick in the tackle. Yeah, and what if that turns out like Mekhi Becton or Zach Wilson? What well, like losing and getting a higher pick doesn't guarantee anything. You have a chance to send Belichick off with a loss. If it's his last game as a Patriots head coach, he's beaten you a billion times in a row here. I mean, you haven't beaten the Patriots in years. You wouldn't like to go out and end the season week 18, watching that game on Sunday, whichever way you're doing it, finally having the feeling like your head coach, who, by the way, is going to be back. Salah, the worst head coach in the league, will be back next year. You wouldn't want to feel good about him at least beating Belichick to end the season? I mean, come on. Can I, can I just Fair intervene enough. with something real mm-hmm. quick? I apologize. Um, I just saw something from The Athletic on Luis Severino that the Mets um, have some issues to fix with him. Mm-hmm. But one of them last year, which was a major issue that we didn't know about, was a tipping problem. Yeah. And remember, Beltron's still in the organization, who's like the king of tipping. Now, Severino's got to be able to stay healthy. But they also, maybe the Mets believe that it was a tipping problem. Maybe Mendoza. You know, Mets manager familiar with them. Maybe they believe it was a tipping problem. And if it is, I mean, that could that could be. I mean, obviously, injury issues aside, is is is, is an issue. But take that away. I mean, maybe that is a steal. All right, bring in Jordan Montgomery now. Hop, you're gonna have to shut the mic off. BT's coming back tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> he might be under the weather still. I might have to. Yeah, a little bit. That does it for us. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Dove. Thanks to Hop as well. BT, we hope you're feeling better. Should be back with us tomorrow for a football Friday. Rangers tonight at the Garden. I can't wait to go. The debut of Bedard, Othman. You know I'm a real Ranger fan. Taking my 10-year-old nephew for his birthday. I can't wait to see you out there at the Garden. We'll be back tomorrow. To discuss it. Yeah, we'll do a lot of hockey tomorrow when BT comes back. All right, that does it for us. Evan and Tiki, they're coming up next. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 